It's here. Hockey is back. It's the regular season tonight. The Blue Jackets are playing their first of 82 games. We can talk about that. We're going to talk about the lineup. And uh, we're going to talk about goaltending because that feels like it could be a big problem. That's all coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets. Your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, updates, reviews, previews, all of the above, and more about your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So uh, if you haven't subscribed over there, uh, I did not hit my 250 subscribers goal by opening night, but I'm super, super close. So if you want to go ahead and hit that subscribe button, uh, you you will get notified whenever I uh, have a new episode out. So it helps you. It helps me. Everybody wins. So let's talk about tonight. The Blue Jackets playing the Carolina Hurricane. The Columbus Blue Jackets are playing the Carolina Hurricanes in the Hurricanes season opener, uh, home opener, I should say. It's also the season opener for the Blue Jackets. And what we thought was going to be a pretty standard lineup means uh, all of the work that I did looking at lineups and everything is uh, kind of obsolete because Elvis Merzlikens is out tonight due to illness. So, Daniil Tarasov, who hasn't made a start since the last time he played the Hurricanes uh, in January, I believe, uh, which was when he broke everything in his hip and was done for the season. Um, He'll be making his first uh, opening night start, only his fourth ever NHL start, I believe. So, uh, super, super excited for him. But it does kind of throw a, a wrench in the plans of the Blue Jackets, who I think wanted to come out strong. They wanted to come out strong with Elvis. Um, having Corpusalo start the season on injured reserve as well is uh, not great. He's still not 100% after that hip surgery he had in the off season, And uh, I think had they known that Merzlikens was going to be ill tonight, they maybe would not have... Uh, maybe would not have put Jonas Corposalo on injured reserve. I think possibly he might have played, but then that could have made everything worse, hit him out for longer. Um, so as, as... I don't want to use the word worrying because I'm not worried, but it's as unideal as it is to play your third uh, string goaltender in the season opener. It can only go up from here, right? Um, Tarasov played really, really well last season in the like three games worth of time that he played uh, I think he had two full games uh, one 20 minute relief period uh, and two periods against the Hurricanes before he left with an injury so uh, we'll see uh, I guess is the is the only thing we can say um, I have a good feeling I have a good feeling about uh, Tarasov I uh, like I said I really liked him last season I think uh, he held himself really well and hopefully He's been working hard. He's looked really good in preseason as well. Um, I've, I've really liked Tarasov's game in preseason. It'll be interesting to see if that continues on into 
the regular season um, since he's making his first start way sooner than, than anyone expected. I know I was, if not the last episode, then the episode before, talking about how we might not see Tarasov until the second or third game of the season. Uh, the Blue Jackets have a back-to-back at the weekend, so hopefully Elvis is feeling better for then. But um, I don't think anyone was expecting to see Tarasov so early. And uh, it could it could be... Uh, we could be looking at football scores tonight, folks. Um, the Hurricanes are playing, um, I assume... They are going to be playing uh, Freddie Anderson, who's their starting goalie. Uh, Antti Ranta, perfectly capable backup. Uh, I've really liked Ranta's game for a long time, but I assume that because season opener, home opener, they'll probably be playing Freddie Anderson, who had a really good season last season. So that's, again, not ideal, but it could be it could be worse. Um, I am thinking about Vegas, who are going into the season with Logan Thompson as their starter because they ran Flurry out of town and then uh, broke Robin Leonard. Um, and I believe Robin Leonard's backup is also broken. So they are they are going with Logan Thompson, their AHL guy. Um, so that's that's where the, the goalie situation is. It's likely going to be Tarasov versus Anderson. Kind of an unbalanced matchup, but it could go... Could go uh, either way. I think it could be fun. I... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Tarasov goes out and has the game of his life, frankly. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you about Simply Safe because the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right because at Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. They've got, uh, you can control your, the thing about Simply Safe is the technology is so advanced. You can control everything in the system from your phone with the app. They've got crystal clear HD live stream of all of your security cameras. Uh, they've got a wide variety of high tech sensors. And like I said, they've got a 24 seven monitoring agent and, uh, some really excellent tech support staff. With that 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected. They dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. It blankets your home in protection. They've got advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. They've got smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when a threat is real, and they've even got hazard sensors that detect uh, floods, fires, and other threats to your home, which I think is super cool. So, customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. You can save 20% on your first Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Once again, that is simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There is no safe like Simply Safe. And I feel pretty safe with Tarasov in goal, frankly. Um, I think especially looking at the likely lineup that the Blue Jackets are going with, um, frankly, the worst case scenario here is that the Blue Jackets just have to kind of outscore all of their problems, which is a solution that worked mostly for the Florida Panthers last all of last season. Um, but with Patrick Laine, Johnny Gaudreau on that top line, I'm expecting some, uh, some fun hockey, if not particularly good. Um, I think many, many goals. 
uh, are going to be scored tonight, uh, probably by both teams. Like I said in the first segment, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a football score happening in this game. So, uh, Line A, Goudreau, uh, Boone Jenner in between those two guys, which is the line that I have predicted. Um, I think Boone Jenner has, if not, hmm, Boone Jenner is not a first-line centre. I don't think anyone's arguing that, but I have been saying since the Gaudreau trade happened, or the Gaudreau signing happened, excuse me, that they don't need an elite centre to play between those two guys. If you have two elite wingers, then all you need is a guy that is acceptable. Um, and Boone Jenner wins face-offs, Boone Jenner wins board battles, Boone Jenner throws his weight around um, and is a really great, you know, we I've talked about it all off-season, main characters versus supporting characters. Boone Jenner is a really great supporting character, especially for the kind of game that Lina and Gaudreau play. I'm expecting him to start off with the puck, and then all he has to do is get it to Gaudreau, and Gaudreau can basically just pass it to whoever he wants, probably Lina, um, potentially even, you know, we saw in the game, in the preseason, he tried passing it to Lina, it bounced back to him, and then did up passing it to... Um, Zach Rensky for the, I think, 6 nothing goal against St. Louis. You know, it's all the, all the centre has to do on that line is win a face-off and get the puck to Johnny Gaudreau, and then his work is done, and he can just kind of not sit back and, and relax, but he can play, I think, a more defensive role than many first-line centres are, are required to Um let me let me kind of break that down a little bit for you because I feel like that that's kind of uh, counterintuitive. I think a top line center is expected to be able to produce. I mean, even you look at guys like Patrice Bergeron, who's one of the best defensive forwards in the game and has been for you know close to a decade and a half, if not longer. I think that Boone Jenner can play even more of a defensively responsible role than. Bergeron, just because he's not going to be required to put up the points that Bergeron is. Um, I think if you can get, you know, I think Boone Jenner is going to feast on secondary assists this uh, this season. Um, I don't think that's a, the hot take. I think he's going to get a lot of the secondary assists on the uh, Laine-Gaudreau combo, just by dint of being there and being the guy to start off the transition. Um, he's pretty good. In his transition play, like I said, he's not going to be bullied. Uh, he's willing to throw the weight around. He kind of crashes and bangs. And I know um, some people thought that maybe Jack Roslovic was the right person to be on that line. He had a really great finish to the season after, you know, not an only okay, you know, first 50 or 60 games. Um, but I genuinely think Jenna is, is the guy that belongs in that spot. I know I was joking a couple of weeks ago about wanting Kent Johnson in that spot. Um, maybe someday. Uh, Kent Johnson is, I believe, uh, he got sent down to uh, Cleveland uh, on a, a, an emergency basis or a short-term loan, um, I believe, just because they had to call up a, a goalie. So they've sent him down, called up a goalie for cap reasons, I think, or I'm not sure. But um, he is down in Cleveland at the minute. I would, I, honestly, I would expect him to not even bother going to Cleveland. Um, I think he's probably with the team in Carolina, frankly. And it's, it's just a, a paper move to make room for Jet Greaves, who is going to be on the bench tonight. I don't think we'll see Jet Greaves in this game. Um, but hey, the stranger, stranger things have happened. Um, in a minute, we're going to take a quick look at the Hurricanes, how their off-season went, 
and uh, maybe we'll uh, bring back Jay's terrible, always wrong predictions because I had fun being extremely wrong last season. Um, so that's coming up in a minute on Lockdown Blue Jackets. We're going to be talking all things Carolina Hurricanes. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Har- Carolina Hurricanes because they sure are a team that exists that the Blue Jackets are going to be playing tonight. Um, for the most part, this is a team that is functionally the same as they were last season. They haven't really lost any huge names. Um, I believe, obviously, the departure of Nuno Niederreiter to uh, Nashville is more of a, an emotional loss for the fan base than an on-ice loss. And um, they also lost uh, Vincent Trocek, who went to, I want to say New York, but I might be wrong about that. I might be making that up. Um, But they lost Nino Nudreiter, they lost Vincent Trocek, and in return they picked up uh, Brent Burns from San Jose, which is, he is still a defenseman in the NHL. Um, No, the thing about about Brent Burns is, and I think he's, um, he's a guy that I think will benefit from having sheltered minutes um he doesn't have to be that number one guy in um in carolina he doesn't have to be that guy he can just be a guy that uh a guy that that plays on the power play a guy that is not going to get those top line minutes he's going to play probably on the second or third pairing and will not have to be responsible for you know carting the entire team's defensive core around on the the one working leg that he has. Um, I think he's probably going to be good for the team. I don't think he's going to be a game changer, but I think he will be just fine for um, Carolina. Like I said, they don't need him to be the guy. They just need him to be a guy, and I think he's probably going to be pretty good at a being a guy. Um, and also, if he plays lower down in the in the lineup, there's less chance that he's going to have to be defensively responsible, which means he can just go ahead and do his Brent Burns thing, which is kind of starfish in front of the goal, and then go and be a forward. Um, the other uh, big addition for the Hurricanes is uh, Max Pacioretty, who I had fully forgotten about until uh, I was doing my research for this episode, and I was like, oh yeah, they sure did, they sure did pick him up for, what was it, like, future considerations from Vegas, which is just bonkers, just a fully bananas um, situation, however, he's not going to be in the lineup tonight, or uh, in many lineups, because I believe he's out until, like, January at least, Um, but it's... That's just such a good piece of work by the Carolina Hurricanes to take Max Pacioretty, who I believe is making $7 million uh, for the next few years, which is not a lot of money for, you know, especially if they can get Max Pacioretty back back healthy and, you know, doing doing Pacioretty things. But um, just a really nice, a really nice piece of work there from, uh, from the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, the other things is about the the hurricanes is it looks like they're they're waiting for one of Martin Natchez or Jesperi Kotkaniemi to take a jump into that next level and to be a player that is not I don't think they're looking for the guys for a guy to be the next Jordan Stahl, but they're definitely looking for a guy that can take a jump and can take that next step in their development to be a top six, a legitimate top six option. Um, obviously, 
the um the the offer sheet. Obviously, the offer sheet with Kokkinemi was all you know fun and games. They paid him more money than they probably should have done for that first year. Now he's on a much more reasonable and team friendly deal, but I still think they're expecting him to maybe make a uh, a slightly bigger jump this season. Um, because hey, they they took a they took a, a flyer on him, former third overall pick. I don't think he's as good as. The $6 million he was being paid last season, um, I think he's probably slightly better than the money he's been paid this season. So, uh, crossing my fingers for Kotkaniemi to pick up his development and maybe take a step forward, just maybe not in this game. Um, I think the only other departure for the for the Hurricanes of, of note is uh, Tony D'Angelo is gone. Uh, he has finished his redemption tour and is being paid a frankly obscene amount of money by the Philadelphia Flyers, so he is not an issue with the uh, Carolina Hurricanes anymore. But beyond the, like I said, departures of Niederreiter, Trocek, and uh, D'Angelo, mostly the same team that that was there um, last season that spent most of the time they playing Columbus, beating the brakes off them. So not super excited that this is a game that we're going to start the season off with, but there are definitely worse teams to face. Um, and like I said, maybe Tarasov will surprise us. Maybe Kudrow and Line will just work some magic. Again, I think they looked really, really good in preseason. I'm expecting big things from them this season. I think literally everyone is, but it would be nice if they could start off strong. A uh, couple of Line goals would be nice. Maybe a little three-point night from... Uh, Goudreau, let's, uh, let's, you know, I'm crossing my fingers, hopefully you are crossing yours as well, and uh, I guess I'll make a, I guess I'll make a prediction, god, this feels like one of those games that's gonna be like, 6-5 in overtime, um, and I think Carolina probably wins it, but, man, I really want Columbus too. Obviously, I want Columbus to win all of their games, but I do like it when they win their divisional matchups. I don't like giving divisional matchups uh, loser points or pity points or, you know, I believe overtime points is the uh, technical correct term. But yeah, I'm going to, I think that's my prediction. My prediction is going to be 6-5 in overtime. Carolina wins over the Blue Jackets, but I do think Johnny Cadreau has a three-point night. I think Line A gets a couple of goals. And, uh, hmm, who's going to score the first goal? The first Columbus goal. Uh, honestly, it's going to be someone bonkers. It's going to be like... Gosh, I don't know. It's going to be like Jack Roslovic. Or um, maybe like Jake Bean is going to score the opening goal. Like those... Uh, Jake Voracek. Why not? Let's go crazy. Jake Voracek is my pick to score the opening goal in uh, in this season. In this season? In this game. So uh, that's... Everything from me today, I will be back either later tonight or early tomorrow with another episode, uh, breaking down tonight's game, hopefully breaking down a win, but if not, I'm sure the loss will give us just as much to talk about. I've been Jay Foster, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find uh, this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. 
Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. You're never going to have to get behind a paywall to access a locked on product. That is our promise to you. So uh, enjoy, enjoy the game tonight. I know I'm going to. Blue Jackets hockey is finally, finally back. I'm so excited. Even if they lose tonight, I'm still super excited. And uh, we'll talk all about it on tomorrow's episode. So until then, make sure you stay locked on.